friends. Welcome to this episode of PP31, Productivity and Proverbs 31. I'm super excited that you're here today because we're in our series on understanding, unpacking, and using your spiritual gifts. And that to me is such a such a phenomenal topic because it indicates that you're no longer just sitting on Satan's sidelines, but you're stepping into the to the faith. You want to grow yourself, stretch yourself, and become the person that God wants to use in his kingdom. So I hope today you will have a pen and journal and be ready to take some notes because we're going to unpack, we're really going to uncover what the meaning of these gifts are. So as you understand what your gift is, then you will be very well equipped to move forward and to use your gift. So grab your pen and a journal, maybe a beverage, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith Build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. All right, conversations of spiritual gifts. Oh my goodness, they can be so complicated. They're not talked about a lot today in today's churches. I want to open us with a word of prayer as we start. Father, I give this time to you. I pray that you will work through my stumbling and bumbling words and lips. Lord, I just pray that you would... Use me through the Holy Spirit's words and promptings, Lord, that you would bring to my mind the things that you would have me to say so that your word could be clearly taught. These brothers and sisters who are on the other side of this microphone would desire to know what it is that you have for them to do, that they would unpack that and then they would begin to use it. And Father, I pray that for the glory of the kingdom and to the furtherance of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want us to start this. If this is your first time listening, then you don't know this. If you have been with me on the other episodes, you, this will be a review. Basically, when we speak of spiritual gifts, we are not talking about our personalities, our innate abilities, and our skills and talents that we may have. But when we speak of spiritual gifts, we're talking about gifts that were chosen for you specifically by the Holy Spirit to use in the body and then refer to the body i'm talking about the body of christ the church the ecclesia and that's global it's not just your local congregation certainly you do want to use your gifts in your congregation this is a gift that's to have global impact and global reach and as you're seeking to understand what your gift is it really does help if you know what the gifts are and what you're looking for. So I've told you the four places that we can find them before, but we're going to revisit them in chronological order through scripture. And then the first passage, the first group is found in Romans chapter 12. It begins in verse seven, but I'm going to go back up to verse one 
uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act of worship. We are to worship with our bodies and our lives, and it's a sacrifice. And as we are not conformed to this world, but we're transformed, and just by listening to this podcast, by reading the scripture, you're, you're seeking to transform your mind so that you think differently about what God's word said. I just want you to know that like the saints of old that have gone before us, I am cheering you on. So let's sketch down to verse six. Since we have gifts that differ, so that means that we have different gifts according to the grace that's given to us, then we're to use our gifts accordingly. If you have prophecy, then in proportion to your faith. If service, then you need to serve. If you're teaching, in your teaching. If you have exhortation, in your exhortation. And if you give, give with liberality. And if you lead, be diligent. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness and let our love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil. So hate what is evil, cling to that which is good. So as we look at these gifts that the Lord has given, then we're seeing that he's named out specific ones. This is not exhaustive because we know that elsewhere in scripture, there are other lists, but that's a good first list. Oh, well, Kathy, where else might there be another list? Let's flip over to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we see in verse 11, but the one in the same spirit who works all these things distributes to each one individually just as he wills. I like to underscore that because that's that says very clearly that the Holy Spirit gives you your gift as he wills. So the Holy Spirit chooses our gift and he gets to decide what we get. You can't go to a conference or a seminar, and there's no one person that can lay a hand on you and tell you, oh, here's your gift, poof, and you have it, or hit you upside the head or whatever, because the Bible is very clear. That's the role, and that's the job of the Holy Spirit, that he decides what gifts we have, he chooses them, and then he gifts us with them. We're to understand that. We're to unpack that. The writer of Hebrews says, now, I don't want you to be ignorant, so I'm going to just tell you that there's a variety of gifts, but we have the same Spirit. There's different effects, but it's the same God who works all things in all persons, because we can both have the gift of teaching, but who I reach and how I reach that audience will be different from who you teach and to whom you speak. So there's a variety of different ways that our gifts can be used and a variety of different effects. And that's all in God's plan. All right. So then if we go down to verse seven, but to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For one is given a word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge, according to the same spirit, to another faith, to another gifts of healing, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But the one in the same spirit who works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. So we've talked about that before, and there it is yet once again. And then in Ephesians chapter 4, if you want to flip over a few more chapters, you're going to see the book of Ephesians. And in there it says in verse 11, chapter 4, verse 11, And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit gives us our gifts. It's not for our own glory. It's not for our own ego. It's for the equipping of the saints, other believers. And it's for works of service. So there's things that we need to be doing with our gifts 
to equip others. And then that's going to build up the body of Christ. That's going to build up the church. Just like that, that old adage in the quote that I've used before, a rising tide raises all ships. And that is so true. So when we are all working in our lane, using our gifts as we are called to use our gifts, that helps everybody. Everybody is lifted up and made better. Then he says that we're all to grow up in all aspects of him who is the head that is Jesus Christ. And the last passage we're going to flip over to is 1 Peter chapter 4. Peter's telling us that the end of all things is near in verse 7. Therefore, be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. So we're all called to pray, to be sober in prayer. And above all, keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. So I think as Christians, as part of our character, as part of our DNA, we're called to love each other and to be fervent in that love, to cover each other's sins, to help one another out. And in addition, using our spiritual gifts, verse nine, be hospitable to one another without complaint. Verse 10, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so by the strength of which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. As we're looking at your gifts, as we're trying to discover and discern what your gift is, I'm just going to say again the very first thing is paramount is that you are a Christian. And if you have questions on that and have not got that settled, please stop the recording, run, do not walk to take our five days to faith. It's a very short, easy course that helps you solidify and get some answers to these questions. And at the end result of that course is then the natural outpouring of, okay, how do I serve? How do I use my gifts? What are my gifts and talents? I'm going to direct you over into that direction first before we begin this very important second step before we discover the second step of, well, what all these gifts mean? What does that even, what does that even look like? So assuming you've got the question of salvation answered and you're ready to move on to the next step, let's recap what all of those verses that I just read and put together. And there are others that, like I said, it's, I'm not trying to be exhaustive and be the mouthpiece of God for what he chooses to gift you with, but let's go through and let's just put in today's language. Let's summarize what we have as our gifts. Okay. So in Romans 12, six to eight, we have the gift of prophecy, which is preaching inspired utterances. Number two is service or ministry. Number three, teaching. Number four is exhortation. So that's encouraging, stimulating to faith. Number five is giving, contributing, being generous, sharing. Number six is leadership with authority and ruling. Number seven is mercy, and that can include sympathy, comfort to the sorrowing, showing kindness. If we move over to 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10 and 28, we've got a few more added. Now, some of the other ones are repeated, but I'm not going to repeat for this list. So number eight would be wisdom, which is wise advice, wise speech. Number nine is knowledge. So the person that's able to study and speak with knowledge. Number 10 is faith. Number 11 is healing. Number 12 is miracles, doing great deeds. Number 13 is discerning of spirits, and that's discrimination in spiritual matters. Number 14 is tongues, where we're speaking in languages that you've never learned, ecstatic utterances. Number 15 is interpretation of tongues. Number 16 is that of an apostle. 17 is helps. And then 18 is administration. That's governments or getting people to work together for a vision. 
Now, if we go on, so if we go on to Ephesians 4.11, I'm not repeating any of the other ones. These are just the new ones that Ephesians adds. Number 19 would be evangelist and number 20 would be a pastor or caring for God's people. And then if we're having a, a master list, if you will, there's some other ones listed in the Bible that's just here and there. So number 21, if you wanted to extend this list, would be celibacy. And that's in 1 Corinthians 7, 7. And that's the person that's voluntarily single and is not upset about that. It's joyous about that. Number 22 is voluntary poverty. 1 Corinthians 13, 3. These are people that give up everything that they own to identify with another people group. And they're voluntarily giving up worldly goods. Number 23 martyrdom. That's in 1 Corinthians 13, 3, those who are willing to die for their faith and be martyred. Number 24 is a missionary, Ephesians 3, 6 to 8. And then number 25 is hospitality. And that's found in 1 Peter 4, 9. And then there are other gifts that people want to add to it, intercession, deliverance, leading worship. But those aren't specifically mentioned in scripture. So if it's not mentioned in scripture, I'm going to leave it out because I don't know. I'm not I'm not the discerner there, so I don't know. And as I've given you a master list that included, what, some 25 different items, and then if you add the three extra, that gives you 28. I want to make sure that you know that not all churches teach that there are actually 28 gifts. There are short lists where churches believe that gifts have ceased and that they were only given in the times of the disciples, the apostles, that's the cessation principle. There are full expression of gifts where churches teach that there are these and they even add to them. That's why it is so, so very important that you seek understanding and knowledge for yourself, that you speak with your pastor, you speak with other mature Christians that you trust, and that you examine this, that you unpack it for your own self and your own life. Because that, of course, is going to impact how you believe and then how you go forward in using your gifts. To recap, we want to understand our gifts. We want to unpack them. We want to do that so that then we're able to use them. And that is my prayer for you. That's what we started out with. And I actually re-recorded this because I had this long, lengthy explanation of each one of the gifts And I just felt a little troubled in my spirit about that. So I'm not going to define the gifts. I'm going to just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and to lead you. I'm going to encourage you to read and look these scriptures up for yourself. Read in the commentaries. Ask your pastor. Go to your local body. And then you also need to see what it is that your church believes. And do you agree with the expression of gifts or the lack thereof? Understand them first by knowing what they are. And then we want to unpack them for ourselves. We want to we want to uncover what God has for us to do. What is our calling? What do we have to do? And then last, we want to use them. So in our last wrap-up episode that we're going to do next time, that's the conclusion of how do we find these gifts now that we know what they are. We've under, we understand that we're gifted. The gifts go just to believers. We understand that. How do we uncover that? And then how do we begin to use it? So hopefully this has been a blessing to you today that you've learned something that you didn't know before. So in the wrap up episode, we're going to look at why, why we should use our gifts. What's the purpose? What's the reason that we should? And then we're going to look at roadblocks, things that will will mess us up, that'll slow us up, obstacles, why we don't use our gifts or why we don't figure out what they are. And then we're going to talk about some practical ways to explore our gifts and to use our gifts. Areas that we may be able to serve the body, even while being a very busy mom, even while being a distracted dad, even while being in the midst of all the midsts, being able to serve the Lord with gladness, given the time, 
and the season that you're in. Not with adding guilt and not with adding shame, but understanding and knowing that you can be effective for the kingdom right where you are. If you're called to pray, then you pray. If you're crazy busy, set alarms on your phone so you can find pockets of time to pray in your day. If you have a friend, somebody to step in and babysit, do what you can do in the time that you have to do it with the blessing of the Lord. So guys, until next time, you go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.